What is up, guys? Welcome to the Pod Slam Jamma YouTube channel. We're about to discuss the Tremont Mark news over the weekend that he not only is going to be going through the NBA draft process, but he's also going to enter the transfer portal, which means his days as a Houston Cougar are over. We'll discuss that. But first, I'd like to remind everybody to go down and hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. We're still on the road to a thousand subs and we're so close to the goal. So really help us out and do us a favor by going down there and hitting subscribe. It hits it takes three seconds. It'll it'll really help us out while you're down there. Make sure you give a like to this video because Again, it helps us out, it supports us, and we're on the road to 1,000. We'll get into it in regards to the Tremont Mark news coming right up. Yeah, high standards, high goals, and, you know, we know what it takes to get there. I want to be unguardable, <laughs> if I'm honest. Coaches, coach, players, play. You know, and that's a great place to be in your life. We you could care less what other people think. Hey, Yon, how are you doing, sir? All is well, all is well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So let's get right into it. Obviously, like I mentioned at the top of the show, the big news over the weekend that kind of overshadowed the Final Four Sunday, Saturday here when it relates to the Houston Cougars was a decision by Tremont Mark to, again, not only go through the transfer, not go through the draft process, but also enter the transfer portal. I want to read out his statement that he tweeted out on Saturday afternoon. And I quote, after careful consideration, I have decided to enter my name in the 2023 NBA draft while also maintaining my college eligibility and entering the, tra the portal. I want to thank everyone who has supported me along the way, particularly my family, coaches, teammates, and fans. Without all of you, I would not be where I am today. I'm excited for the news for the next steps of my journey. I will continue to work to be the best person I can, both on and off the court. Graciously, Truman Mark and quote. Now, the Houston Cougars did have or did offer a statement probably about an hour or two after Truman Mark's initial tweet in it. Kelvin Sampson, the head coach for the Houston Cougars, was was quoted. I'm gonna read that statement. Real quickly, and I quote, Houston basketball, thanks, Tremont, for all his contributions to our program during the last three seasons. We wish him and his family all the best in the future. So right away, we, we discussed it last week, Dayon, about the potential of both Jamal Shedd and Tremont Mark going through the NBA draft process. That wasn't that wasn't the surprising news. We also touched on potentially. We looked at all the guards that the team's going to have. We alluded it. I mean, we we both felt that there was going to be some type of movement when it comes to the guards. I don't think either of us expected it to be Tremont Mark. I agree 100%. It definitely caught me by surprise. And as I thought about it, I just think there's different layers that we have to consider versus just um, from a player's perspective. And so, uh, but like you, I was very, very surprised, very shocked. And I just started to think about from a coach's perspective, from a player's perspective, from a program, from a culture perspective, what what could prompt Tremont Mark to enter the transfer portal? And so as I thought about it, analyzed from what I saw from the way he was coached during the games, from just from an outside perspective, from what I saw. And, it, it, of course, and, and I preface this by saying you coach player, every player differently. Coach Sampson's referenced that, and you definitely coach every player's different. But just starting with Tremont's perspective, 
I think that maybe this is just my opinion. Maybe he feel underutilized. Maybe he's isn't happy with the way that he was utilized this season. But with that being said, in my opinion, on the outside, just strictly from what I saw on the court, he embraced his role. He came out and played his hardest in every single. So, um, I heard you guys say there was kind of two months in advance and kind of hinting at maybe this is um, kind of played in regards to his mental and him not being all the way in, in which I didn't see that. There was not one game where you would think, oh, him with him having a decision, maybe that he's going to um, leave the program that that affected his play or the team's play. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I didn't see that. Um, and so if you would have told me that in, in an Auburn game, I would have been like, I didn't see that. Even in any of the tournament games before that, whether he shot well or not, his effort and everything he played was still at it at the Houston standard level going to the last game that they lost. He started the game tremendously. And so I disagree with that notion that it affected his mental and maybe could have um, affected the team's psyche off the court. But on the court, I think all of that's out the window because you become a competitor. You become a um, you want to compete and you want to win. But just thinking about also, from Jamon's perspective, um, you know, whether he's getting outside advice, um, you would think they would preference, okay, maybe this year it was within his role. And I think this year you can say he was probably the fourth, fifth option. Did you, can you remember a game where Houston exclusively featured Tremont Mark this season? From the get go, absolutely not. And it, it, I mean, you go back to the Auburn game. He kind of he had to step in that into that role when Jamal and Marcus Sasser went out of the game due to them being in foul trouble. So, but I think the biggest thing that makes it surprising, and I, I when you look at it from a mental standpoint or from a kind of trying to get the mindset in terms of the reasoning behind it, I think you could totally make the argument. Of course, like the only person that knows is Tremont Mark and those close to him, but. Certainly, if you look at the way Houston played last season, you know that Marcus Sasser was the number one guy. Jarris Walker, Jamal Shedd, I feel you could make the argument that both of them were ahead of Mark when it comes to people that first are going to have the ball in their hands but are going to be the ones that they get the most shots. And then Tremont Mark kind of slotted in there. And there were some games where it always seemed like Houston would go to Jawan Roberts first to kind of get him established in the paint too. So I could make that argument. But when you look ahead at next season, Marcus Sasser is going to go through the NBA draft. Jarvis Walker is not coming back as well. He's also going to go through the NBA draft. What makes it, I don't know, puzzling might not be the right word, but I get, what makes it more shocking is that you would expect that certainly it would be he and Shed that would be the one and two options going into next season, which I think that's that's the more part that makes it a little bit shocking if you look at the reasoning behind it. And I definitely agree with that. And that's what, what we would think. But the, as we preference that, we also have to think the feedback that he's receiving from the coaching staff. Are they – are they telling him you're going to be one of the players that we focus our offense around next year, being that the strengths of the way he play the game, maybe they're not doing that to him. I, we don't know. And so we can only speculate, but just putting myself in his shoes and realizing what could be in the future. Maybe he's not getting that acknowledgement or that assurance that he's going to be a focal point in the offense going forward. But going back to why I asked you that question in regards to this season and not having him focus, I mean, a focal point in the offense, Offense, I would be unhappy with my role too, uh, especially with you know the, how he can produce. Because, and I also want to say, of course, 
players earn the right to have the green. Like Marcus definitely earned it. Jamal definitely earned it. And Jerris, I wouldn't say he – I would say he earned it because you don't know the honor in practice. You earn – I mean, you don't earn only earn it in games. You earn it in practice as well in what you display. Coach Sampson's own words, he – said that um, Tremont Mark is our best ISO player. And so when you have a player like that as your best ISO player, that tells me he kills, he can kill and probably did kill everyone in practice when it's an ISO situation. And so I would think, okay, if I have a player like that who, who, who's shown that he can put in work and contribute in that manner, why not put him in the best situations for him to um, succeed? and for him to really um, excel. And so there's been plenty of games throughout last season where Jamal went four for 12 or went whatever, and he still had a huge impact on the game. So I don't want to preface that by saying he didn't have an impact on the game, but strictly from a shooting perspective and when she earned that green light. But from Tremont, I would think he earned a green light as well. And every single time from what I saw from watching the games on TV – and even um, the one game I caught um, in person, every time he would miss a shot to where maybe he was feeling it and it's maybe a contested shot, a non-emotional office, Coach Sampson would um, visually be upset and, and say something to Tremont. And so as, as a player, um, a former basketball player, I would I would feel a way about that. I mean, I, I, of course, uh, Coach Sampson, and I'm sure Coach Sampson has an ego, I, I mean, we got to hold Coach Sampson and his staff uh, accountable as well because I don't know what's going on. But at the same time, I, I would think rightfully so he has an ego. But at the same time, you got to put your players in the best position to succeed. And it's always built around culture, 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 culture. And we hear Coach Sampson say, you don't see many players leave this program. But if you do, it's because of playing time or they want a player time in which you can understand that. But in, in this situation with Jermon, is so different because of like, like we both agreeing. We would think his role become bigger in next year, next year. But maybe they aren't giving him the assurance that it's going to become that. And so if it's not going to become that, you can't give me assurance that I'm going to do that, then why stay here? And that goes against the culture that they say all the time. We develop our players. We empower our players. We we, we want them to continue. And so I, I, I'm, I'm torn between it, too. Is it Tremont getting that advice in which, I mean, any people in their right mind can say, no, Tremont, stick it out. Like, you see what the proof is in the pudding. Houston develops. They're going to – then at the same time, okay – I can see that, but then at the same time, it has to be something on the other end with the relationship with the coaching staff and him not giving him the assurance that he's going to be more of a focal point going forward. That that could be an interesting statement because even looking at it, um, assuming that Jamal Shedd were to return, obviously he's going through the draft process and he were to come back, Jamal Shedd would be the point guard coming into next season, which would mean he would have the ball in his hands more often than he had Tremont Mark come back and and stuck it out, it, it wouldn't be like you saw in that Auburn game where it's just possession after possession, get the ball in Tremont Mark's hands and let him, like you said, be that ISO player and score. I think it's really difficult and just it could just be the philosophy that Calvin Sampson runs when I, Jamal Shedd and Marcus Hesser were the two players that got the most shots this season. And when you look at it, a lot of it for them, Jamal and Sasser were a little bit different, but a lot of it was just in, in terms of going off screens and actions and going straight to the basket and trying to get those types of baskets rather than, you know, dump it down to Marcus Sasser and let him go one-on-one for an extended period of time, which I, I see your argument maybe have like, 
And we touched on it where there'd be some games where Tremont Mark had like six shots for the entire game. There'd be others where he had double-digit shots. And it's hard to not have that consistency. But I think with the way that, that Calvin Sampson in Houston runs things, they just you're never going to see night in and night out, okay, these shots are designated for you. We're going to give you the ball and go ahead, make you know, make whatever you can happen in those possessions. It's very much more kind of reactionary because even the time when Jamal Shedd would shoot 12, 15 times, it wouldn't necessarily be oh, Jamal Shedd's isolate, isolating, he's dribbling, he's going to make a play. It would be the ball gets around, maybe no shots goes, the ball gets back into the hands of Jamal Shedd. He's going to drive and try to either get into his mid-range shot where he can get a floater he can go all the way to the basket or if he's open for a three be able to shoot a three which maybe that's just philosophical philosophical philosophy differences between Jermon Mark and the coaching staff now from what I heard let me, let me, let me respond oh, before you continue I, I don't want to make it as if Tremont's just an ISO player because he really, really is excels in a pick and roll game as well. Because not only in the pick and roll, you can get a mismatch if they switch or you can create and get downhill, which he is excels. He can get in the net range and he can get downhill and finish and cause, and he can create. So I don't want to, I want to start by there and say he's more than an ISO player. He's the best ISO player on the team by the admission of coach Sampson, but he's also an exception pick and roll player in which Houston runs a lot of pick and roll action. Action. A lot of Jamal and Marcus's game came in a lot of pick and roll action. And also, like you said, it's kind of unscripted plays in which they're having the ability to break down the defense and make a play. And so it goes back to my initial question. How many times did we see Tremont it put in those situations and I like focused? Like, we're going to put you in the – you're going to be our focus on the game plan. We, we didn't really see that. And so he averaged 10 points while being the fourth or fifth best option. That's exceptional from what he can – and from him to be able to do that and being the role that he had, I think if it would have been more of a focus point, he could have did even more. So, um, of course, I, I will – delegate to coach Sampson being more have knowing more about his team, knowing more about basketball than me and being even a smarter basketball aficionado than me. But I do not think that he's above criticism and or um I don't think he's above criticism. I just stopped there. Well I, I, the argument of say if you were in Coach Sampson's shoes with the way Houston played, how would you have would you have designated a certain amount of set plays for Mark that would have I feel like you would have had to change a little bit of the offense in terms of how, how would you go about to to kind of give Mark those more shots? Me personally, I don't think you have to change much. I, I, I really love the way that Jam- the freedom Jamal shares. I wouldn't change his role one bit. I wouldn't, wouldn't have changed Marcus's role a bit. I just would have empowered it to be more of a, a, a three-guard role. I would have empowered it whenever um, – I would empower Tremont to be more of who he is as a basketball player. I don't think that he was um, put in that position to do that. He was more of a a space floor, kind of stand in the corner, stand on the wing, make open shots, defend and rebound. And in moments, we'll we'll call plays for you. But I I think it should have been a more, uh, more focus to get him more opportunities in situations at which he's excelling. I would just say that. 
I do want to add after, and Chris Baldwin of Paper City also reported what you touched on earlier in the uh, segment, Dayon, about Tremont Mark and that, but the, the team potentially knowing about it, certainly the players and even some staff members knowing about it, a few a weeks ahead, going back as far as two months. And uh, there's something we mentioned, and, and, or I mentioned in Folks Talking Sports, where maybe, obviously, we're not going to know what was in Tremont Mark's mind and how it affected him, but if people and i just feel like it's hard even if you're not obviously you're not gonna consciously be like well i'm not gonna try as hard but i think it's just something in the back of your head where i think it's impossible to not have it affect you somewhat now i don't think it's from on mark saying you know what i'm not gonna buy it now i'm not gonna do this but i still think it could be have some type of impact and it's it's just a what if because we're, we're never gonna know it's just a big what if just in terms of maybe it could it have have had impact had some impact from a fan perspective, you could be like, well, dang, knowing this, now we do it, it's all hindsight. Could this team have outside factors that affected them from reaching their true potential? Because it, it was an interesting thing. Shoot, this team only lost two games in the regular season, but those two games were at home, and they were so they had so much success on the road. It, it's just weird how the season turned out. Now, again, it's at the end of the day, it's just a big what if because we're never going to know. Yeah, I, I, I'm just not in a mindset to think that it, it played a role in the team's mental, especially when they hit the court. Because once you get on the court, you're not thinking about, well, I know I'm going next year, so I'm not going to try hard on this possession. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't see that. I, I, I can't even fathom my mind to think like that because I've played in a game and so I have just different basketball for a lot of players in sports is a safe haven. And so when you get on that court, you're not thinking about, oh, they're saying this and they're saying that. Of course, you might be in a moment and feel a way. But once you get on the court, you want to put your best foot forward for your pride, not so much for Coach Sampson or for the program. It's for personally you and the pride that you have. And I never watched a game last year in which, man, you watched all of the games to where I would have thought today he's not trying hard or this is affecting him at one bit. To, I personally, in my opinion, think in that last game that Houston lost against Miami, that's a perfect example on how you stay coach Sampson and staff should have focused Tremont um, focused and put him a, a, a emphasis on getting him the ball. And he has eight points in the first five minutes coming off a career high game. If that's any other player on Houston, we know, cause I've talked about it. That's one of Mexico Sampson. Great. He watches the game. And, and in the game, he will adjust whatever game plan it is. And if someone is feeling it, he will get them the ball and focus primarily on them. I didn't see that with Jamal Marks sticking it primarily in that last game. And I think Houston should have did that, and they could have done that. It maybe could have hurt the outcome. I mean, could have helped the outcome of the game because they could have slowed the game down, in which Miami excelled in transition. It could have slowed the game. It's just different things that could have happened we won't know. But I'm just thinking it from Tremont's perspective – in which if I'm him, I can understand not being happy with um, how I was utilized. And this going forward, I, I don't think he's getting a, gotten the reassurance that he should have gotten or would have liked to get going forward um, because of just, I mean, rightfully thinking, like, why would you leave the program if next year all the elements that we talked about in which we would think his role would be even bigger? And so it, it, it it just doesn't make sense. I don't, it, it has to be um, a relationship broken, something along the lines where he, he isn't getting that assurance. 
And again, that's something that the only person that really, the only people that know the answer are Tremont Mark and those within the program. We can just speculate. And uh, I mean, hearing from it, it, it is just interesting to see where he does end up going, assuming that he does come back for his fourth year in college. Technically, he'll still be a redshirt junior when it comes to eligibility. If he chooses to come back, obviously, Houston's going to be going into Big 12. It'll be interesting to see what team Mark ultimately decides to go to if he does come back to college but from a Houston perspective that means that we already assumed that they were probably going to be active in the transfer portal it's going to be interesting to see who they can come in here and bring into and you're going to have to be trying to replace Marcus Sasser, Jarris Walker and Altramont Mark it's just not going to be it's not going to be easy to do but see who they can come in here and get in and you'd imagine it'd be some type of veteran that has been around the college game for a while and can really help Again, going back to the roster that we kind of looked at last week, it's going to be a lot of youth and an experience because, and we I touched on this uh, yesterday on the Folks Talking Sports, Sports Show, when you talk about contributors that played consistent minutes for Houston this past season, it's re- and this is assuming Jamal Shedd comes back, it's really just Jamal Shedd, Jawan Roberts, and Emmanuel Sharp. Now, I know Javier Francis and Terrence Arsenal got minutes scattered throughout the season, but it those three are kind of like the core rotational players that came in and came out. You, they had a, a set role, which again, it's it's going to be an adjustment period, and they're going to be making that transition into the Big Twelve. Dan, I'll let you have any final remarks, whether it be about Tremont Marker, kind of looking ahead as we close the things out here for today's segment of Pots Number Jam. Well, I, well, I want to say I have full confidence in Coach Samson's ability to put together a team. Of course, I, I gave my opinion and a slight criticism on things that I think he could have done differently. But uh, I still have the ultimate confidence in Coach Sampson to put together a formidable team to compete and compete at a level to where they are contenders to win a national championship. And so um, I, I'm excited to see how they retool the pieces that they go and get. I think they will be heavy in the portal, um, and rightfully so, because they're going to need someone to uh, – Take up some of the scoring. They're going to need a, a, a score. I don't think they have yeah, on their. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they have that on their roster right now. And so, um, I, I'm definitely. I, I make. I'm in full confidence in Coach Sampson's ability to put together a team. That's the least of my worries. That's the least of my worries. So whoever he goes to get to the portal, um, I think it would be the right players because he he's great in identifying him and this staff is great in identifying talent and not putting together a team. And we're going to put an end to it right there. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, we'd like to hear from you. What do you guys think about Tremont Mark's decision to not only go through the NBA draft process, but also enter the transfer portal? And you'd assume that, uh, well, not you don't assume his days as a Houston Cougar over the team put out a statement. But what kind of factors from y'all's opinion? We'd like to hear your thoughts on this whole situation and maybe potential fits for Tremont Mark, wherever his next destination could be. Yeah, go ahead. Also, with that statement, it didn't look as if Houston would welcome him back. That's why when I when I say that, the, some of the things that I've said, it has to be something along the – their relationship has to be broken because it was such a dry quote. It wasn't – and then you see players in the portal in which teams are actively try to recruit them to bring them back. And so I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a pride factor or if it's a broken I don't know, but you would think Houston would still welcome him back, especially with what he has done for the program and his upside and what he can do um in the future, especially going forward. 
Well, I think going going back to it, I mean that that just go like this was something that it didn't get. It wasn't a surprise within the program. It was a surprise to us and certainly to fans that didn't expect it. But again, that it this is something that the players and the coaching staff knew ahead of time that that Jermon Mark was going to be transferring out of the program. So they had uh, the statement prepared. I think it's interesting that you mentioned. I'm trying to go back to 21 when Caleb Mills transferred out to see if they they put a press release when he um, transferred. I can't find it. So I I don't remember if, if Kelvin had a quote, if they had like an official news release. I don't I'm guessing they didn't because I'm going back to the archives and I can't find anything on it. So, I mean, just giving a statement, it maybe it, it's different. I don't think that Tremont Mark relationship with Calvin Thompson, the coaching staff, is to the point where Caleb Muslim was when he left. I think from and what what I've heard too, just in terms of mutual, might not be the right word, but I think there's that mutual respect that okay, this is what Tremont Mark believes is best. They wished him the best. Like even though I agree, it is a very dry uh, uh, statement. It's nothing that that's flashy, but I think the the reasoning behind that is because they knew that I mean that's where Tremont Mark's head was at. He's not going to be returning to the program. But I mean, it'll be maybe we'll find out months or years from now. But from now, we we just we'll see how things change for both parties. And here's what we want to say: like best wishes to Tremont Mark and wherever he goes going forward, because he did have those moments. I mean, he had incredible moments for Houston going back to his freshman season. Um, and if it wasn't for Tremont Mark, the team would not have made it to the Final Four back in 2021. So in going to, going back to that season, the way he beat Memphis to end the regular season, he had high moments throughout his time with the program. It was unfortunate that last season for him got cut short due to the injury. But, you know, from our perspective, best of luck to him. He was an amazing player. He's going to continue to be an amazing player wherever he goes. And, I mean, all we can see is see how both sides go from here on out. I really hope he goes to a big-time program, really in the Big 12, so he can see Houston. I, that I'm would be amazing. <laughs> I hope he comes and gives Houston fits, but maybe hope, I hope Houston wins the game. But And so there's different programs in my mind. I think who who can really, really utilize him and really put him in a great position, like Baylor. Just look at what Baylor's losing. I think he can come in and impact them. I'm hearing Kansas may be in the, um, interested in him. Kansas State, there's different programs I think he can go to and, and really, really shine. So I'm a huge Shaman Mark fan first, um, as well as Houston. And so um, Houston kid, you just hear culture, 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 and what Houston does. This, in my opinion, it, it doesn't fit the mold of that. It, it doesn't. And, and I'm not going to put it on Shaman Mark and the people around him. It, it, both sides, I'm sure, are playing a part in this. And I, I do think that from wherever Tremont Mark goes, if he does indeed choose to come back to college, it'll be a big it, it'll be a big program. It'll be some uh, powerful. If it is another Big Twelve, that would be from a from a storyline perspective, that would be amazing because obviously Houston would would get to see him at least it, once. It may Philip Mills team up somewhere in the Big Twelve or somewhere in both play against Houston together. I, I mean. From a, yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing from that standpoint. Um, but that's going to do it for today's episode. If you haven't done so already, please don't remind everybody, if you're not a subscriber, go ahead and do that to help us out. And of course, give this video a like. Dayan, I'll toss it over to you, as always, for the final word. Well, thank you for all for supporting us throughout our entire um, journey with Paws and Majama and Les Race Cougs. As always, go Cougs.